Trust the Grind with Steve Ecker and Alec Martucci. I have to have that discipline to make sure that I'm handling my business and I'm always developing, I'm always getting better. It takes a lot of work and you have to go the extra mile. You know, like I take three deep breaths and I just keep repeating myself. It's like, I got this, I got this, I got this. It drives you, it makes you so hungry and you keep going and you keep going. That's third, that's third. Trust the grind. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Trust the Grind Podcast. My name is Steve and this episode's a special one. So the podcast got released one year ago. It's been a fucking awesome ride. I have to say the least. I've learned a lot through this process, putting out a podcast, talking to people, a lot of stuff that I've done on the show, I've applied into my own life as well. And it's also taught me courage to get out of my comfort zone and reach out to these people that I admire their work and have a conversation with them. And one thing that I've learned is that no matter how big the person is, you know, that they appear on social or whatever brand that they built, they're human. They're normal. They go through every single struggle that me and you go through. And it's really refreshing to hear that these people that we look up to struggle with the same things, but they found a way to get around it. So it's been amazing to explore that. So I want to take this episode as a reflection to kind of get into what I learned this past year and where I see the show going in the future. Let's go. First off, I'm super grateful for everyone that listens, that is subscribed, that has left us ratings, that follow us on social media. It is truly amazing to see the type of growth that we've had the past year and we're we're small but that's cool i really appreciate every single one of you guys and taking the time to consume our content because there's so much content out there plethora of content and you don't have to you know you could just simply not choose to listen to our stuff or consume it so it generally does mean a lot that you are supporting us in the early stages as we grow because we are a show that explores how people overcame self-doubt, overcame the obstacles to pursue their true calling. And this for me and Alec has felt like a really natural thing for us to do and something that we want to keep doing and it feels natural. We're enthusiastic. We're excited about it. And we're just going through the process of figuring out the grind ourselves, you know, because it's not easy to make something from scratch. There's a lot of steps and the universe will test you to see how bad you want it. We've really realized along the way, there's a lot of obstacles that have come up for us as well, you know, with just scheduling and conflict, things like that, where like we're trying to figure out our rhythm and our pace as we continue to grow this and consistency is the name of the game and it's tough and it's something that we're going to improve on because we've been kind of going off and on and we haven't been as consistent when we first started out we were on the mark every week and that's something that we're going to take the initiative for the year going forward we're just going to clean it up because that's how ultimately we're going to grow that's one of the points that I had on my list of, you know, just reflecting before I recorded this is that no one's going to find you. Whatever your career or whatever job, whatever passion that you want to do, 
No one's going to come save you and find you. You have to create the opportunities yourself and you have to put yourself out there to receive those opportunities for other people to find you. Hoping that we get discovered by a big X, Y, and Z isn't going to happen. Outreach is the name of the game. I mean, I just got to give a shout out to all the guests that have been on our show because especially the ones early on when we didn't even have any landscape to work off. We had no reviews. We had no shows out. We recorded six episodes before we released a single one. Ben Patrick is our biggest episode, and he's been blowing up the past year since we talked to him. He's been on Joe Rogan and stuff, but he didn't have to give us a shot. You got to put yourself out there so that people are willing to take a shot on you. We didn't know if we could do this. Hosting a podcast one, two years ago was not even a picture in my head. It was just something that I didn't even think about. It's pretty crazy how it came to be, how it just kind of just seemed right and natural. When we host it, it just feels really fun. And I'm very enthusiastic. I'm a naturally curious person. So it just feels very right. And that's something I've learned is that you got to do things that feel right. Don't expect the outcome right away. You know, whatever your goal is and things like that, it's not going to be handed to you overnight. That's what we do in our stories of looking at people and their stories is that we find out that no one has overnight success and you don't deserve it. You're not dropped off at the top of the mountain. You're dropped off at the bottom and you have to climb your way up. The fun in it is on the way up and figuring out how to overcome the obstacles that along the way where one year ago the obstacles that we're facing, I kind of laugh at now because that's so little compared to what we're doing and how we're growing the brand and things like that, where you just constantly level up. That's part of the process, you know, the grind, not to be like plugging myself up, but that's something that we've been learning ourselves because in order for us to quote unquote make it and have success, we have to go through the grind ourselves. We have to prove to the universe that We are worthy and we're determined to see this vision come to life, impact as many people as possible and provide the inspiration, provide the courage for people to do what they want to do, do things that they love to do. This is something that we love to do. We love talking to people, love diving into their story. And that's been the funnest part where I have 40 new friends that I have because of these interviews where before that. I never did any outreach of networking or any marketing of myself or, hey, let's have a coffee TV or Zoom TV. That just wasn't my style. But this felt like a very natural platform for me to reach out and also an in-depth conversation about what they do. So a few things that I wrote down about what I've learned the past year is if you want someone to open up, you have to be open yourself. So at the beginning of when we're interviewing people, we were very kind of like to the script, not really fully expressing our personality and things like that. But from what I found is that if you want someone to open up, you need to be vulnerable yourself. You need to share some stories that you may have never shared before. So there's been times where I've opened up about my anxiety and just little like personal things and tricks that I found to help 
with coping with those moments because when I did that, I gave permission to the other person to open up about their experiences as well. Once you open up yourself, you build a trust between that person being like, hey, I struggled through this. This is something that I know is a human thing and we all experience it as humans. This is how I got around it and this is how I found a way to manage it. There's great power when it gets recepted on the other end when they're like, yeah, 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 I also experienced that as well. So on the topic, like Scott, when I talked to him, we both bonded over how we had anxiety and panic attacks working jobs that we didn't like. That wouldn't have happened if I didn't mention anything about myself. The more that you open up with people, the more that they're going to be open with you. And also the deeper the conversations will get. We all crave deep conversations. And in order to have those, you have to take the initiative and take the lead. The next one as an interviewer is that I'm the driver of the conversation. So if someone's getting off topic or whatever, I have the power to interject and kind of direct them into a certain way so that they don't go off the rails. And that's something I think that could be applied to any situation, though, not even just like hosting a podcast. But if you're talking to someone and they just tend to ramble on or gossip or whatever, You have the power to shift the direction of them and ask them about something different to make them get off topic from what they were talking about if you don't want to listen to it anymore. I mean, don't be rude and be like abruptly cut them off, but just kind of have an open-ended question about, hey, tell me about that experience that you've been dealing with recently, and hopefully the conversation will shift. So when you talk to people, be sure to listen, but also find little moments where you can interject. And if you're not vibing with a conversation where it's negativity, you can flip it into a positive and make it your own. That is something that I found was really cool. Another point is I have is the past year, I've learned how to publish my work. I've learned how to ship it. Shipping work is one of the most intimidating things to do until you do it. Because I used to have, well, I still do have a lot of self-doubt that I'm working through that I'm turning into belief. But when I first started, I was terrified to share my work. I was terrified to post my podcast on my personal story and let people know that I have a podcast. And I was terrified of hearing, having people hear my voice. I was very judgmental of the fact that I was making myself open and that I am projecting myself that this could possibly fail and everyone will know it, you know, but that's how you make progress and that's how you make growth is by putting yourself out there and showing that your work is worth looking at to the point that I mentioned earlier no one's going to find magically find it on Apple or whatever without you being your biggest fan and putting it out there for others to see at first it's going to suck and that's cool like some of the early interviews I listened to like it's kind of cringeworthy but also I know it's a process where that process has led me to be where I'm at right now and very comfortable with what I'm doing and I still have so much to learn. That's just part of the process and you just gotta like ship your work and it's super intimidating, it's very scary. I struggled with it, but the more I do it, the less I care. So now I can just post anything and be very, like not really think about it. My next challenge is to post videos of myself talking. That's my next challenge because I've been very uncomfortable on camera and sharing my face where that's the next initiative that I'm going to tackle in this next coming year. So we're going to have more video. I'm going to have myself explain more of the episodes, more of the perspectives and mindsets that I really resonate with certain episodes or just in general, you know, with journaling, the community group that we're going to do and just talking about life and just 
being more brand facing the face of the brand because people buy into the people running the brand not necessarily in the brand so that is a personal mission that i'm going to be doing going forward is that i'm going to push myself in my work out there so that we can have a better human connection because I've been a very behind the scenes kind of guy hiding behind the microphone and computer screen, but now nah, I need to get out. So that's my challenge to myself. I'm going to hold myself accountable and publish that type of work so that you can consume it. From what I found while interviewing people, it's very important to have a script of what could be asked and send it over to the guests. That was something that we didn't do in the beginning, but to give people an idea of what you're going to be talking about. I mean, this could even be with a TB that you're reaching out to a recruiter or, or something. Just be, you can just send them questions or talking points, you know, just like a meeting agenda over to them. That gives them an idea of how to prepare for the interview. And once I've done that, that's been able to help the guests become more comfortable. And that's something that I'm also translating into other parts of my life where it's like, yeah, if I send that email and we're having a call, I have meeting notes and things that we're going to talk about. So it's super organized. With that in mind, it doesn't have to be perfect to the script. It doesn't have to follow the script. It can be just an outline, you know, just like a painter or improv person. I'll go with what the person gives me and what they want to talk about. A great way to ditch the script, there's a rule in art where it's like you learn the rules to break the rules. So just because you have a script doesn't mean that you should hit every mark by line by line, line by line. You should dance. You should find the conversation, pick little things that someone said and a little sense being like, oh, that was a really cool point. Can you elaborate more on that? Then it'll be like, yeah, and X, Y, and Z. Then another great follow-up that I learned that did really well is asking why they felt that way. The power of why is so underestimated. <laughs> Just asking why. People are so, so curious in what you're saying. You know, you you by you saying that, you ask why, showing that you, you, that you listen and that you care. And it, it's you just got to work off what people are giving to you. Most of the time, like people are normal. As I mentioned, like people will have successful accolades and things like that, but they struggle with everyday things just like everyone else. No one is on a pedestal. We tend to put people on a pedestal if they have a big social media following or whatever, but we all struggle with the same stuff. And asking why is a great way to unpack different ways that they overcame some of their struggles or obstacles because there's, you know, we're, we're all just trying to figure this stuff out. I mean, through my interviews, I have found that all great work requires betting on yourself. You have to bet on yourself because society's going to want to give you a label. It's going to want to give you ideas of what a great life looks like and what success means. But ultimately, you have to just define what success is to you. In order to do that, you need to bet on yourself because your friends, your family and whatever, your community, they ultimately don't know what's best for you besides yourself. In order to fulfill your vision and dream, you need to be comfortable with going all in on yourself and embracing the unknown and uncertainty because that's where the magic is. And it's terrifying. It's very challenging. It's easy to be comfortable. It's easy to be complacent and being like, yeah, this is this isn't bad. You know, this is a good life. It's not bad, but if your soul isn't fully in it, if your heart's not fully in it, if you're not enthusiastic, if you're not having fun, then is it success? 
I mean, since for me, I'd rather find myself saying, oh, well, then what if? And I think that's a very powerful thing when you go after something that you dream of doing and failing versus failing to step into the batter's box and taking the swing at it. All the people that I talked to, they've all stepped into the batter's box. They've hit a home run. Some have hit doubles. Some have hit singles. That's just what you have to do. You have to put yourself in the game before you just write it off. And that's something that is very challenging and tough to do because it's super intimidating. Fear stops so many dreams and fear is so crippling. And the more that you think about it, the more reasons you find not to do it. And fear is a motherfucker. <laughs> and, but it's just part of life. And the more that I found is like the more that I just do it and not think about it the better the results are and also the better the output because I'm not as attached to the overthinking and I'm prone to overthink just like you, I imagine. And the more that you think about it, the less likely you're actually going to take action. Even if you come up with the most elaborate plan that's you thought about every possible situation, I'm going to guarantee you, you're not going to be able to account for every single little thing that's going to happen because some shit, you just got to put it out there and let the world respond to it. And there's going to be shit that you would not be able to predict. So all the planning in the world doesn't really mean anything. From my experience, I found it better to have an idea and just do it right away versus just sit on it for a while. Since the more I sit on it, the more I doubt it and the more I fear of getting it out there into the world. So it's just kind of like think and do. Now, I, I think I said that wrong, but whatever. You know what I'm saying. It's like, don't don't overthink it. Just if you have an idea, just send it and see what happens because it's going to take time to develop and nothing's perfect and nothing should ever be perfect. If it's perfect, then that's not good. <laughs> Something's wrong with it. It's not, it's you're bound for some sort of failure. And I think that's what it is. It's just like constantly, how do you overcome your failure? And how do you keep on getting up? You know, fall down seven, get, get up eight. It's just, just part of the process of figuring out what it is that you want to do. Yeah, so fail fast and fail often, they say. Another point that I had down is the power of connecting with like-minded people is very crucial to any type of creative endeavor or business that you want to pursue or spiritual growth because it can be very lonely when you eliminate the old self. You know, you leave the habits of your old ways, pursue a new life. Finding people that also think the same way that you do just gives such an inspiration and such a spark for you to keep going, to collaborate and bounce off ideas with someone that thinks like you do, makes you think that you're not crazy. And you're like, oh, I'm not the only one that feels this way. I mean, just the other night, I got drinks with another podcast host, and we were just talking about, you know, like just how do we get more listeners and the process of, you know, building a podcast and retaining people and consistency just talking about things that we were, you know, common interests and on the same type of journey, a little different, was so igniting to me because it was like, yes, there's other people out there that are on the same path that I am and struggling with the same things, but also providing guidance and help and viewpoints that help them get through certain situations. So any type of growth requires you finding some sort of community, some sort of tribe to learn and grow with. Because as I mentioned, it can be super lonely and you question yourself if this is the right path, but you know deep down it is, but you just 
have a hard time finding people that are into the same weird shit that you are. When you do find them, you're like, oh, you're a weirdo too? Word. Let's hang. Talk about, you know, Wim Hof breathing and all these random spiritual stuff and all these podcasts, authors. You know, it's it's very refreshing when you meet people that are into the same stuff that you are. So if you're feeling alone, just find that community. And that's something that we're going to be releasing very soon as well. So Wolfpacks, you know, just plug it up real quick, but we're going to do online community growth groups. So if they're called Wolfpacks and the idea is that there's going to be a weekly question and quote challenge that you get to solve and, you know, different reading materials, exclusive content. I'm going to do more video. I'm going to do live interviews and stuff around a monthly theme. So the first theme is going to be unlabel and the whole month theme is going to be talking about unlabeling yourself from society's agenda and what society wants you to do. So a lot of the stuff and questions are going to revolve around how do you pursue your authentic path and letting go of the programming that we've been given. I want to gather like-minded people and, you know, unite the listeners as well to bounce off ideas with one another and help one another grow. And that's something that I'm really excited about because I think that's going to be a really cool opportunity where I can get to know you guys and also you guys can get to know one another and do some dope shit together and grow and just feel that you're part of something bigger and that the road that you're traveling on, you got people, you got a tribe, you got a support system because a support system, it is crucial in anything that you do because you need people there for you and you need to be heard. You, We all just want to be heard. So yeah, very excited about that. Going to be doing more details. So be on the lookout for that. You know, success is ultimately up to you and what you believe. My thing that I'm working through right now is turning my self-doubt into self-belief because no matter how far you go, it's going to be determined whether or not you believe you can. If you don't believe you can, then why would the world reward you for not being able to believe in yourself? Coming from someone that has constantly doubted myself and not believe that I can do it. So it's been a reshift and an awakening for me that... I need to go fully all in and believe in it and trust it. And it's, I know it sounds super cliche, but it's like, you really do need to believe in yourself if you're going to do big things, if you're going to achieve the success that you defined. So yeah, I mean, that's just kind of a one take one, just going after it. And um, yeah, I mean, just once again, super grateful for all the support and love that we receive and it really does not go unnoticed. We're very excited about the coming year and we're going to get a lot more video stuff out. We're going to be more consistent with the posts and we're going to get more engagement with you, you know, with the wolf pack that we mentioned. We want to get to know you and also just grow with one another. Continue this momentum and it's a grind, you know, and uh, we got to trust it. We got to like earn our chops before we are a big thing as well. And the world is just constantly testing us and seeing if we are actually up for it. And we are. So be on the lookout for big things. But I mean, as always, thank you so much. And really appreciate all the subscribes, the follows, the ratings. We, I don't know, I do cherish them. There was one that I read. It was like, man, this is a really good podcast. And it was just, I don't have it up in front of me, but basically it was like, it was reading that from a random person was very rewarding because it makes being a creator easier because you can put out a lot of stuff and feel like it's not doing anything because you don't see the direct interaction with a person and the way that 
they it consumes them and the way that they interpret it. So it's awesome to just read that. But I know I know uh, you're out there if you're listening to this still. That uh, you know, thank you. So all right, big things coming. 